Giants have new hope. The Jags strike back. Return of the Cowboys next on Around the Couch. Welcome back to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you commercial free by the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron. Support the podcast at DVRpodcast.com. Actually, at Patreon.com slash DVR. And today, we're going to be recapping the Super Wild Card Weekend, as well as making our divisional picks. Brett is not with us this evening. We wish you the best, Brett. Hopefully, he'll be back with us next week. So I'm going to be saying AI a lot tonight. <laughs> uh, we do, of course, have Ando. How you doing, Ando? Oh, I'm surviving. I'm doing okay. This this should uh, help make things a little bit nicer for the week. So okay, that's true. It's true. We have a not so great uh, Vikings talk, but we do have great Dallas Cowboys talk. And we have Solo to do that with. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm on a numb high, they call it. It's when you get so excited about the team, your team winning, but you know there's business left to take care of. So you got to keep yourself in a numb, zen, axle high state of mind. I like it. It's a New York state of mind is what we call it. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, before we get to the results and the games and our picks and all that, I did want to have just a quick kind of around the couch moment where we just Ooh. talk about our experience over the three day period of watching these games. What, how did, what did you think about? The time, the announcers, what did you do? How was your, you know, did you have fun? Did you have to go to a play? You know, did you go see <laughs> Avatar? You know, things like that. Solo, why don't you start us out? How was your super wild card weekend? Well, I will say because the Cowboys were on Monday night, usually like I dominate, I'll watch like through the season, I watch a bunch of college, watch NFL. But this weekend, I, me and my wife have a New Year's resolution, and it's to at least on probably most likely on Saturdays kind of to go out, do something. Because yeah. a lot of times we'll stay in, especially during football season. And so I've had to make the executive decision that I do care about my marriage more than football. Oh, <laughs> I do. Where are I'm sorry, priorities? guys. I'm on. sorry, guys. Seriously, I, I quit the podcast. Axel, hit the boo- hit the button that has all the booze on it right now. Wait, wait, wait. wait. When your team plays on Monday night. Oh, okay. True. True. Good point. Good point. No, but um, actually, it's funny because it was just one of those weekends where normally in my life, I would watch every single game live. I didn't. I watched the Niners-Seahawks game, and then... I record, you know, I record all the games and like you, Axel, I'll watch them later. I put them on DVD. I, I have a big collection. And so to be honest, I did not see the Jags Chargers game though. I was falling on my phone because we watched a triple feature. Um, 
movie wise at home that day. And two out of the three movies, I'm so pissed. I watched them because they weren't very, that very good. (laughs) So we, so real quick, we watched Siberia with Keanu Reeves. Mm, Uh, Let me just say something for how much million that might've cost. It was a low budget film. If people don't like my movie more than this, then I'm retiring. That's how bad it was. <laughs> but then we did watch The Menu. Yeah. And HBO Max. I mm-hmm. lo- that's my second favorite movie of the year. I loved The Menu. That was fun. Loved it. We watched and it then, after you suggested it. We watched it Saturday night. Oh, you hadn't seen it yet. Nope. Okay. Oh, nice. I, I haven't watched it, it yet either. It's so. a lot of fun. Moves oh, quick. It's a lot of just fun. Just goes. Yeah. Like you just nothing to figure out. You're just doing it. And then we watched The Stranger on Netflix with uh, Joel Ed- Edgerton or Egerton. Oh, yeah. That's been out for a while, hasn't it? Yeah. That was an older one. I really like him, it but good. it was, yeah, it was, a, I'd rather watch Jags Chargers. So I'm pissed off. That I missed it, but I'm actually watching it as we pod right now. But I know all the ins and outs. Then the next day, um, Sunday, yeah, I watched the games. Uh, I didn't watch as much as the Bengals-Ravens, but I did see it later. And then, of course, Cowboys-Buccaneers was my day, and I was ready at 10 a.m. for that 5.15 Pacific start. I was watching all the – you know what? I will say this in conclusion – I realize how much I hate these pre pregame stuff. So <laughs> like ESPN Monday night countdown, what a waste that show is. Yeah, totally Cause I like recorded every, every, you know, NFL live, everything before, because I'm like, Oh, you know, it's about the Cowboys. And I'm like ha- half hour into it. I'm just like, what is Steve young talking about? Like, you know, and it was, he had that weird RG three stuff with Lamar and everyone's speculating on why Lamar is not playing, but RG3 actually knows him and can give, and everyone's doubting, like, RG3. It's just like these idiots, okay, they, you know, like like a Steve Young, great Hall of Fame player, love him. You know, he knows football, but how close are they really to the game and the players of today? You know, and so it's just like they're a waste. I'm sorry. I mean, they're talented people, but. The pregames are a waste. I don't even watch them anymore or the halftime shows. So anyway, that was my experience. But this weekend, I'm ready to rock and, and, and going full force. I may have to watch the Jags Chiefs later, but every but I'm watching that Giants-Eagles game and Sunday, I'm not missing a snap. Nice. All right. And, uh, and that was my, that was my Atlanta Falcons, uh, <laughs> take on the, <laughs> you're in, you're you know, BTK, you know, Brett, he's, so, he, he's hung over. That's why he's been I celebrating know. for like five weeks. Or <laughs> however, you know. Those Georgia Bulldogs hangovers last a while. So yeah, they last till July, I think. Well, the, I was looking it up while you're saying Steve Young retired in 1999. So wow. it's been over 20 years since he played. Wow. And <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because we, when I, I'll get to where, how I was watching stuff, but I ended up seeing it with my aunt, who is not as big of a sports fan as I am. She's like, what is he even talking about? And I said, well, he had a lot of concussions when he was younger, and they let him keep playing. <laughs> I honestly wonder if that's some of Steve Young's stuff. My, cause my dad was sitting there, and he's like, yeah, if they had the concussion rules they had today, St- Steve Young would have only played half the games he did. And I was like, you're probably right. So that was a little. Oh, yeah. So anyways, my weekend, I guess, I mean, watched most of the I watched most of all of the games. I mean, at various points in various ways. 
Seahawks 49ers, I was kind of in and out with. I was mainly more playing with my kids during that one because it wasn't really that. I mean, everybody, it, the 49ers were kind of in control even when the score was close. So the Chargers Jags was, that was just an awesome game marred by an awful, awful broadcast. I thought it was terrible. The, the, the you could not hear the crowd noise at all. Like the, the, the week before when the Chargers won the AFC or the, the AFC South. I mean, you could tell, like, they kept, I can't even remember who broadcasted that game, but it captured the environment of that crazy stadium and the fans. And, I mean, it got me pumped. You didn't hear any of that in the Chargers-Jags game. When they cut to the crowd, you could see they were going crazy. You didn't hear any of that sound. And the announced teams on that game, Al Michaels, I and, and Herb Street has taken a lot of flack this year. I think it might be more Michaels because him and Dungey, it was – it was like they were calling a preseason game, and it was third stringers out there in the fourth quarter. I was very disappointed in that. The game was amazing, though. I mean, it was just yeah. a awesome game. Trevor Lawrence showed, I mean, the the four picks and then turning around and coming back and pulling himself out of that hole. That's very impressive, I thought. I, I thought they played great, and I'm surprised uh, Brandon Staley hasn't been fired already. Um, but yeah, they fired the OC, and though, but not him. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the Dolphins Bills. That was a game kind of like the Colts Vikings game a few years ago. I went out at halftime because, of course, we had a snow another snowstorm, and we have another one. I'm in the middle of one another one right now, actually. So I was out scooping snow during most of that Bills game in order to. And so I listened to it on the radio, and I listened to the Bills and the Dolphins home team announcers. The Bills announcers are a lot of fun. I really enjoyed listening to them. I don't, unfortunately, I don't remember what the names are in them. And the, the Miami, it's, it was funny listening to the two local broadcasts because all the ads in Buffalo were like for get your car repaired here and get your insurance here. <laughs> the, 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 the ads for Miami Dolphins were like, come to the Hard Rock Casino and watch the Dolphins here. <laughs> it was, it was actually quite hilarious because I would switch back, depending on who had the ball, I would switch to the other feed. Because I, I remembered that I still had NFL Plus, which had all the – forgot to cancel that a month or so ago when I didn't need it anymore. And so I was able to still listen to the listen to the broadcast. That will actually come up later this week – later in these set of games too. But, that, it, I mean, it was a fun game a fun game to listen to that way. The Vikings, well, I, I got done scooping snow to come in and watch the Vikings game. So, yeah, that we, we could talk about that a little bit later. Ravens-Bengals was another – it's a good game. I watched the whole thing, I believe. The Cowboys game. I uh, ended up uh, going to the uh, barn. So that's where they put the Golden Gophers basketball team. Place called the Barn Williams Arena. Didn't realize it was going to be a Monday night game when I got the tickets a couple months ago or a month or so ago. So I ended up watching the first probably half of the first quarter on my phone on NFL Plus app, which was a weird way to watch because it's I don't know probably a minute behind the regular feed. So I was getting texts from you guys, and I actually was able to tell when I needed to pay attention to my phone because I knew something important <laughs> was coming up. So, But I ended up watching all that at my aunt's house because we were snowed in the cities or snowed up in the cities and couldn't come home that night. But it was a fun weekend of football, but I guess those are my main takeaways. The the announced team, the the Dungey and Mal Michaels thing just really really put a sour taste in my mouth for the announcers. I thought the rest of the most of the wrestling announce, announcing was good. Um, otherwise, I don't know. That's I didn't watch as many movies as Heath. I did see Avatar, but I I saw that while I was getting my car fixed last Friday. Oh. So I didn't not to avoid to avoid the uh, avoid the uh, football crossover. And my wife didn't want to see it anyways, so I didn't have to worry about putting my marriage ahead of the, ahead of the football games. At least <laughs> at least not this week. We'll see how this weekend goes. But yeah, so I, that's my kind of my quick thoughts on things. I guess. Man, you got. I'm glad I asked this question because you guys had some eventful. 
weekends of football watching. Oh, yeah. Watching. Axel. I forgot because it's all – because I saw Avatar during the Jags-Titans game the week before. And then I did – I had to go to a play on Sunday. So I missed the end of the Giants-Vikings game and the first half of the Bengals-Ravens. I forgot to – I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Man. <laughs> oh, gosh. All I did was eat ribs and watch football on the weekend. <laughs> I don't even – I asked a question. I asked have, an answer. Anything to, anything to report? No. Well – I did. I I will admit I did get distracted a bit on um, on Saturday because Lachlan was playing a lot with friends and walking across the busy street, and I usually go out and walk with him or hang out a little bit and walk the dog. So it took me a little bit to get into the Vikings Giants game. Um, it wasn't really until the second half that I really kind of felt like I was actually watching it. But, it took um, both teams a long time to get into that yeah, game, too. So yeah. you're, you're in good company. <laughs> so maybe that's why, too, because that was kind of how the game was going. You know what I mean? Where some of the other games kind of took off really fast, one team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Lachlan did not – the Miami loss was not a big deal to him. I think he was prepared for it. And uh, so he was by half, actually before halftime, he was running outside and I was the one trying to be like, don't you want to watch the game? Um, And then Josh Allen fumbled and they were up and I was like, you got to come back and watch it. And then he didn't really even watch most of it, (laughs) but um, I thought it was a great weekend of football. I thought, I thought, I thought it was dumb that they didn't hold the they did push back the Vikings Giants. Was it the Vikings Giants or was it the? Yeah, uh, yeah they pushed that yeah. back like a half an hour they, or so because they, that Bills Dolphins game was never but ending. They, but then they still, yeah, I know that was like a five and a half hour football yeah. game. <laughs> that game was not. Ne- oh my god! Seriously, it did never end. I guess that's why I keep on remembering crossing him back on the street like eight times during the game. Yeah, I, I like, think it was so over long. four hours for sure. Yeah. But um. I thought it was dumb that they started the game. I mean, like, make the people wait another half hour. It's just the people in the stadium. They're all drunk and having fun anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they're just going to sell more beer. They're yeah. not going to be They're not gonna be mad. Yeah, I really don't get that. Um, but uh, overall, I, I had a really great time watching the games. And I did, yeah, the, as far as the announcing goes, yeah, that was one thing I was going to say is Al Michaels, Tony Dungy, We've we talked about this before. I can remember saying this last year with Al Michaels. You need to put him with someone who has more, who's going to give him energy because he sounds half asleep. And Tony Dungy is like, he's like a man. I can't. I don't even understand why he's in broadcasting. Like, I was just going to say that Axel because he he's knowledgeable. He's a smart man, a good guy, but he's not a broadcaster. No, he's so boring. You know, I mean, like, he was early on when he was with NBC. He was awful. Yeah, he couldn't even get a sentence out. You know, and it would take five hours. Like that guy that used to call Cranky Fanatic on the Lost Podcast. That dude <laughs> that used to take five hours to describe two the things. Cranky Fanatic. Um, but you know who is great though is um, uh, Burkhart and Olson. I thought that they yeah. were great. They, yep. they, they've just, they've you know, called a lot of Vikings games this year. Yeah. I've been they've been a lot of Cowboys of games. Zando. <laughs> yeah, they're they're one of my more underrated announced teams. I think they're damn good. Yeah, I like them very much. Um, but the best for me is still, uh, I have to say, 
Troy and Joe. They are oh, the best, yeah. man. I, I, I do, I do love, uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo. And then they had, did you see that Gene Skeletor actually came into the booth and they were, <laughs> yes. I put a picture on Facebook. They're both like staring <laughs> at Tony Romo. Like they just want to make love to him. <laughs> like, <they're> like, <laughs> Tony Romo. But uh, that's kind of cute. But I really think that the best, the people who give you the best info, Troy Aikman really is like sneakily might be the best. I still think and, I, I think I think I still like Romo better just because I think Romo's a little more entertaining. I enjoy listening to Romo, but Aikman is still really, really good. They're both yeah. good, I think, for different reasons. Yeah, t- Tony, I love Tony, you know, but like I I can take it in waves. It's weird because sometimes you know how it first started, it was like, oh wow, it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. He's getting excited. Like, what does he say? Let's go, Jim. Or <laughs> here we go, Jim. Here we go, Jim. Like, it's gotten a little like all right but you know but i do like listen to him but like aikman the one thing i love dry humor and you can tell when aikman, aikman <laughs> will make yeah. little comments and he laughs and, yeah it's just and you don't expect it from troy but that has been one of his strong suits is he's he gets it and you know again for someone who retired after 2000 you know from the game but he he just he does the work and him and buck are just and that's one thing that upsets me as on my screen right now is nosferatu and retired al michaels uh calling the jags <laughs> charges game but no but um um it, it, we don't get them anymore fox i mean we get burkhardt and olsen uh but i want buck and aikman to call my cowboys niners game you know oh really they're done now because they're ESPN. Yep, they're oh. ABC, ESPN. It goes to CBS and Fox, so they're yeah. done. Yeah, I think Fox that has a super. I don't like. Here. Yeah. That I do not like. And it really, like, we're, us as fans, we're, ah, I just, I'm sorry. I miss Joe Buck in my World Series. I miss Buck and Aikman now. It, it's not going to, it's not the same for me. But I, yeah, I guess they, because sometimes they cross, like Al went back to NBC, even though it was on Amazon. Yeah. I don't think Buck and Aikman are doing an, a game for CBS. Yeah, no, they they won't. Yeah, I That's was reading something point. about that Michaels thing. There was some kind of clause he had in his contract to still be able to do NBC stuff occasionally, and this fell under that clause. So it was some, oh, okay. weird, some weird contract thing he specifically had put in because of the Amazon deal. All right, this is who we have for this weekend. Oh. Um, Jacksonville at Kansas City is going to be Tarico and Collinsworth. Um, Giants at Eagles is Joe Davis and Daryl Johnston, who are good. They're okay. They're good, but I don't love them. You know, I, think- I don't. I don't. Th- I don't. I'm not a crazy about Johnston. I don't think he's as good as some of the other. I don't. I know yeah. we've got like half of half the 1990s Cowboys teams playing or announcing, you know but <laughs> yeah, I'm. Johnson, Daryl Johnson went to Syracuse. I met him. He, I, I, he can do no wrong in my book. But he was better when there was the trio when Saragusa oh, was yeah. the sideline oh, guy. Yeah. It was Johnston. I forget who the play-by-play was with them. Mm. But that threesome was really good together. Yeah, I find him and rest to be in peace, just, Tony Saragusa. I, I think I find him to just to be a little too serious. Like I don't know. I just, I don't know. That's just me. But Bengals at Bills is Nance and Romo. Yeah, that's, that's the great. Big AFC one. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, here we go, Jim. 
uh, and Cowboys at San Francisco is Burkhart and Olsen. Mm-hmm. Huh. I think they'll still be good. Yeah, you'll be celebrating a victory anyway, solo. So you won't care who's announced in that game. These are good. Ones. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, you know what? We should start talking about that. Let's talk about the games. Let's start. Do we want to start with the good, or do do we want to let Ando get it out, or does Solo want to scream and shout? You know what? Before we do that, I got one other. I got one little quick topic I want to talk about too. What do you guys think about the expedited replays? Um, did you notice it at all? Yes, yes, I did. In the Vikings Giants game, there was a ton of them. I'll say this. I like them, but they have to do a better job of communicating with the network when they're coming back from commercial or talking to the announcer because I'm fine with that. In my opinion, every play should be looked at in New York. I don't care. As long as it happens quickly and they're working with the guys on the field and they're communicating with the booth because – and one occasion, I can't remember, I, I don't remember what it was, a first down or even a touchdown or something. They just come back from commercial and they're like, well, when you were gone. Yeah. And I was like, okay, look, NFL, if you're going to do this, especially in the playoffs, you have to communicate oh. with the audience. Yeah. And I remember, I don't know, it wasn't an expedited play, but I remember that Bills, uh, the knock second touchdown when they were going to going to go up yep. 20 nothing. Yeah. And yep. then they came back. I mean, that happens a lot. They come back because they've been reviewing it. Um, but yeah, you're right though about the communication axle, because I think it was even during the, oh, they might, they might, uh, change this. Okay. No, it doesn't look like they are blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> at the last minute. Oh, they did. They are expedited. Like yeah. you're right that they're not caught in the broadcaster. The communication is bad there. So yeah, I, but I, 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 really I, don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind it because it sucks when we have to w- w- waste a challenge flag on something. Cause that pissed me off. Uh, Cause there's this one ref, she's blonde with the ponytail. She was the one with the, in the Cowboys I forget. I don't know if it was Cowboys Eagles game where it, they, she, she missed uh, spotted the ball. Cowboys went for it on fourth and one and didn't get it. They went on a quick count, but it had, they challenged it. It would have been a first down. And mm-hmm. so, so I'm like, oh man. So it, it, yeah, it's uh yeah, it's you know it is what it is. I guess that's I, I. I really like the expedited thing. I I mean, yeah, there's some bugs to work out, but I mean that's I I'm not sure if all of D one does this, but I know the Big Ten does it. The Big Ten will review every single play, and it'll every replay will be instigated by the replay official watching in the booth, watching every play, and he just buzzes down and says, "I need to look at this." I wish NFL has more money than the Big Ten does, so the NFL should. I I hope this keeps going and they keep tweaking it and make it more seamless because I I'm a big fan of it. I think it's it's a I, they got the technology to do it. I think it should be. I, that's just a, something I wanted to bring up before we got too far because I didn't want to forget about it. I thought it was a big big change to regular season games. Yeah, man. Well, do you guys want to Axel? Do you want to go in order of the games how they were played and kind of go through them that way? Sure, let's do it. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> take, take take it away, Solo. Let's oh talk. no, I wasn't going to take. Okay. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's do it. So, of course, Saturday we had two games. Uh, The first one, Seattle visited the 49ers. Oh, my God, wild card. And it was 17-16 at the half. So you're like, oh. And, of course, I I took the Niners minus the points. I had them on a parlay minus 10 and a half. uh, 
So minus 10, and then I had a minus nine and a half. Well, Brock Purdy came through four touchdowns. Uh, they, they blew him out in the second half, 25 to six. The Niners won 41-23. Um, I mean, McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Giants defense. I mean, Seattle, DK Metcalf had a nice game, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Over 100 yards. I don't have the stats in front of me. Uh, 10 for 136 with two touchdowns. Thank you, Hembo. I mean, Ando. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, it was almost like they were toying with them. And the Niners just, it, it just, it seems to me as we look at all these games, it, it there, there aren't so many surprises. Everything kind of reigned true, like, as much as I would say early in the year, hey, just get to the tournament. I think 2022 slash 23 football, it's, we're, we're kind of getting what we should expect from teams. Now, maybe it'll change this round, but you expected the Niners to double up the Seahawks, and that's yeah. what happened. <clears throat> yeah. Do, what- do you guys think we should even really keep the seven seeds? I mean, the I saw some stat. I don't have the stat in front of me, but like since they started doing the seventh seed thing, like seven seeds are there's only been like one game or two games that have been within two touchdowns at the final score. I mean, should they? I don't know if this, this game really didn't even seem like it. Did Seattle deserve to be in the playoffs? Uh, you know what? I like it. I like it. I liked the whole weekend. I, I like the vibe of it. Though you are right, the other day I was standing in the shower thinking, Great Jane's Addiction song, by the way. Oh, and uh, I um, said to myself, man, if they had had this seven seed, the Jets would have made the playoffs like three times in the past decade. And then I thought to myself, man. Maybe the Jets shouldn't have made the playoffs three times in the past decade. And then I thought I was thinking the same thing. But overall, it's more football. It's fun. And sooner or later, the game will come up to date with this. Because I think that's one thing that I always love about the NFL is that they're willing to make rule changes that that the actually the league has to kind of accommodate to. And I think that this is one that they do, of course, for money and for more football. But I, th- I think it's a good idea because I think it's we're becoming a little bit more. And I say we because I just identify with the NFL as my sport, like basketball or hockey or baseball, where the postseason is a different season. And I think eventually they are going to expand the postseason to make it oh, another sure. weekend. Like, I, yeah, I think know? for sure. <clears throat> Cause even going into this weekend, I would be okay if there were another six games this week, you know what I'm saying? Like I would be okay yeah. with that. And then I would be okay oh. with them for then I, I'm okay with like a month or more of, uh, or more than that, I guess another week of the playoffs, maybe not more Wait, than are you, that, but one more. Are you saying add more teams or just extend it? Um, maybe both. Uh, see, I don't like the more teams cause then it's like, what's the regular season for seating? And then you become the NBA. Yeah, you're right. Just you don't, don't want to like go it. too far. I don't it's, like it. You're, you're I, right. Yeah. Solo. You're right. I think it's the a, seventh. Yeah. I think the seventh is the limit. 
unless you added 10 more teams, you know, which Oof. which won't happen and it'll water down the league, especially with quarterback play. Uh, You'd think, have. Yeah, that's the thing. Expansion, which might change that. Mm, yeah, I, I, I would keep it the way it is. I OK, you added the seven. I think didn't they have do they have seven or eight for the pandemic year or was it just seven? How did they? Because that's when it changed. Uh, it's they, seven. I I just brought up an article yeah. that this is the third, third year. Third year. Okay. So yeah, they're zero six. Seven seeds are zero six. Yeah, Total. I mean it's kind of like your second seed gets a buy, but you do have to play. It really emphasizes getting that one seed. Mm. I mean, but last year we've talked about it, where both one seeds lost. So it, it's yep. it's. It, but it's it depends on the season. It depends on your team, how you're built mentally, how you're into it. If you play and, well after a bye, there's so many factors. Yeah, and, and I, I guess I mean the other seven seed almost beat the Bills this weekend. So I mean, it's it's eventually it is going to happen. And in another world, the Seahawks could have been playing a team other than the best team in the NFC, the <laughs> 49ers, right? Who who right. played who kind of, this was a little bit of cat and mouse, right? It was almost like the 49ers were just kind of like chilling the first half and the Seahawks were trying really hard. And then the 49ers just killed them in the fourth quarter and really showed who they are. Um, But I think if it was, say the Seahawks had played the Giants or something, right? Like that might've been a different game. Seahawks yep. Vikings might have been a different it's game. Matchups, matchups, yeah. and they You're knew right. each other too. I think that the thing this weekend that did make a difference was that they these were all repeat games, and three of them yeah. were the third time they played each other. You so, know, that's a great point, Axel. Because I I know when we covered we previewed the games last week, it didn't dawn on me till midweek. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then I started looking. And then, of course, I heard it on every podcast after I sort of figured it out. I'm like, my gosh, that's I never I don't think this has ever happened. Or yeah. this oh, and I know I know Axel did mention it last week. So Solo, you must have been sleeping during that portion of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. Solo. Um, well, you know, <laughs> B- BTK sometimes has me duct tape on my mouth. So and, and, look at, ears. and look at that. The Seahawks, the 49ers, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Bengals. Right, interdivisional games. At, at well, even the Giants Vikings, they played like three weeks ago, and yeah. the way the Giants played the game, you could tell it was because they knew what they were yeah. doing. They got the had better coaching in that game for sure. Yeah, and all those right. games were like closer at, at points. Ravens and Bengals, Dolphins and Bills, almost all the way through, because they knew each other so well, you know. And I think that, uh, but for this, so know, well or so low. So low, so? so well. But hey, Brock Purdy, yeah, MVP. What's happening here? That this dude is really good, man. He's composed. I like him. It just goes to show how quarterback evaluation, even the expert scouts, have no freaking clue. Yeah, this guy was a seventh, the last Mister Relevant, the last pick. Skyler Thompson, who started for Miami, was picked before him. But you got to add, kind of like what happened with Brady in New England. You, you, if you're in that, I mean, granted, okay, because someone told me, well, well, you know, because I put it out on Twitter, like I was just so shocked. We had two s- s- rookies that drafted in the seventh round starting wild card weekend. 
just freaking ridiculous to even fathom. And then people are like, well, you know, he's got everything, you know, all these people surrounded him in San Francisco. But trust me, there's been those Cowboys team of the 90s or other teams where quarterbacks come in <laughs> and are surrounded and still can't do crap. That's like true. it's, you know, so yes, awesome? no, I get it. It's a better situation. But coaching, maybe this kid, again, starting a lot of college games, you just don't know the it factor in some of these guys and some of them that pick it up faster and and read defenses in the coaching. Again, we talked about the Giants coaching. San Fran, you say what you want about Shanahan. He knows how to coach quarterbacks and coach an offense. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's damn good at it. So – Oh, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, 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 no. If I ever pause after I say something, just go for it. Ando. Just jump in. Okay. I talk too much. Okay. I talk too much. You know, I like Purdy, but I'm going to take a line out of your playbook, and I think we should be pumping the brakes just a little bit. Let's see Whoa. how he does. Let's see how he does against Dallas and or mm. Philly if they end up playing. The, I mean, these are the teams Purdy has beaten. The Dolphins, the Bucks, the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Raiders in overtime, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks again. None Ooh, of those Ando. are exactly big that's, time defensive lines with a lot of pressure. The that's some convincing stat right there. Very convincing. Yeah. I just I looked it up while you guys were talking because I love Purdy too. But I mean, he's a hell, hell of a story. But I will say what as a Jets fan, I've I've had to know this. It's good <laughs> when your team just wins. Or when the guy just delivers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's true. He didn't beat all these teams, but he that is many NFL games in a row. And, and I that's think my, difficult. Uh, well, my big thing is none of those teams have got the pass rush that the that the Cowboys or the Eagles have. Yeah, I mean he's it's well, it's going to be playing the playoffs, right? Yeah, I know. I I think that's it's going to we're really going to finally see what the 49ers are made of. Yeah, because their schedule wasn't. Everybody talks about how easy the Cowboys and the Eagles schedules were, but the 49ers schedule wasn't that hard either. So, yeah. well, I think for for me, one of the great kind of storylines of the whole weekend is that save for. Giants Vikings I think are both interesting teams but the but the Dolphins lost we didn't need to see them play anymore the Seahawks <laughs> lost we didn't need to see them play anymore right no. the Chargers we didn't need to see them play even though I love Bobby Abair we just didn't need to see that dysfunction in the playoffs any longer right like go away yeah Buccaneers, I mean, they lost to the oh I'm oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just going to keep going. going Buccaneers, ahead. Going ahead. we didn't need to see them anymore. Ravens, too. I feel like for almost every game, the team that's more interesting, more fun to watch, won the game. Sounds good to me. Don't you think so? Yeah, I mean, I th obviously, I've got, I'm going to say the Vikings yeah. would have been more interesting right. than the Giants, but all the rest <laughs> of them, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, the chart. I mean, but wouldn't you like to see Chargers Chiefs instead of Jags Chiefs? Or are you in the other camp? I just feel like that game, um, if we can talk about it, there was so much bad that's, coaching. Yeah, that's where I was trying to get to. Yeah, Jaguars won 31 to 30, Axel. A Jags rally from 27 down to mm. beat those idiot Chargers, that's... who once again ran the ball seven times in the second half. 
yeah. didn't okay. protect the lead. And how does this happen, Axel? I that's what I that's why I didn't want to see the Chargers anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, wanted, I and they were my pick. Remember back in the day for the Super Bowl, and I like the team. I like I say I like Herbert, um, but just going back to even playing the starters and uh, what's his name getting hurt. Um, yeah, Mike uh, Williams. Williams. Mike Williams. Yeah. Just going back to that, it's just like the stupidity. And then this game was basically let the other team come back, do anything possible to let them come back, and they did right. it. You know, I, I think they did. There was so much just chicanery from their team. I mean, the Jags, I think, did play well. Um, and uh, uh, what's his name? Trevor Lawrence had like a tale of two halves, but uh, I just didn't need to see them anymore. You know, like after this game, I was like, good. I'm glad the Jags won. I feel that's going to be a really fun game this weekend with them. They're going to give it all they got. Yeah, I like that. I mean, seeing seeing Lawrence, I've always liked Lawrence and I've always been waiting for him to, he's so up and down sometimes, but it's exciting to see what he's going to do and if he can carry this momentum over and like actual same with the chargers and the self-destruction. I mean, Bosa throwing helmets and all this other stuff. Yeah. I'm like, God, yeah. this is, you guys are undisciplined. This is, I mean, they were doing things like why the, why the uh, Patriots didn't make the playoffs this year or why the Vikings didn't advance because they they made stupid mistakes and the play and the playoffs that always catches up with you eventually. So I'm, I'm happy that the Jags won that game, even though the chargers have got a lot of great players. I, I'm I'm glad the Jags won. I think it'll be exciting. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. This, I'm kind. Of, you know what? Oh, sorry, Axel. No, go Foley. ahead, buddy. Um, BTK is not here to like, you know, be our chaperone. So we're like going all over the place. But this is we're <laughs> excited. Um, but, okay, so just a couple things I want to point out. And you're up, what twenty-seven to nothing? Okay, or you know, twenty-seven to seven at the half. Herbert still throws the ball forty-three times. Austin Eckler got 13 carries, Josh Kelly seven, and Herbert ended up running three. I mean, how, when a 27 to 0 lead, how do you not run the ball more? I mean, it just boggles my mind. And it reminds me of what Kellen Moore sometimes likes to call for the Cowboys. And it's just like, yeah, the stats look great for her. Well, Herbert Ivey, 25 of 43, 273 yards and a touchdown, no picks, was sacked three times. Um, you know, Lawrence was 28 of 47, 288, four touchdowns, four picks, but they had to throw. They were down 27. Uh, but they still, but they still get this, guys. And, th- and then I'll, you know, I'll, you know, Ando, if you want to chime in with anything. Travis Etienne, 20 carries for 109 yards. And that, and the Jags were down 27 and nothing. But yet, Austin Eckler runs the ball 13 times. I mean, granted, for 35 isn't a good average. But you got to – Eckler's your guy. You got to do something. How does the team that's down by 27 have better rushing numbers? You know, so, I mean, mean, there are times you can't just look at the stats. If it's not working, if you get one or two yards of carry, I get it. Um, Well, and and the weird thing about the the Chargers, too, is that – like the times I've seen them, a lot of times they'll use those little little screen passes to Eckler as a run, like a little one yard dump out, and he only had two catches too. Two catches, so, I mean, right? They, they weren't even trying to throw the little dump passes to Eckler, which 
I mean, it's, if you're not going to run the ball, at least do those that are high percentage. You keep the clock running. I, yeah, it's it's mind boggling that I'm amazed that he still has his job after that game. Yeah. I, I mean, Sean Payton staring you in the eye. Now, granted, you know, we all want to tout Sean Payton. He's the number one coaching candidate. But I mean, if you look at it after the Super Bowl, they won when they beat the Colts. They didn't get to another Super Bowl and they didn't perform well in the playoffs. Even with Drew Brees and those teams, they underachieved. And granted, uh, you know, so I'm just saying we tend to live in the past a little bit. But Sean Payton would be a hell of a lot better than Brandon Staley. (laughs) That's what Chargers call And just what he would do, I mean, he's got a track record with making quarterbacks even better than they already have been. Him with Herbert, man, how could it? Man, it's. I mean, I want to see Bobby Abair in the playoffs. He's exciting. But this team he's on right now isn't exciting, and they're and they, and they choke, and they're not a fun team to watch, yeah. uh, you know, because they had a lot of injuries. They never caught up, and they're not well coached. And, well, you we know, do so. have to give a little bit of uh, congratulations to Trevor Lawrence because throwing four pit. I mean, that was ridiculous, <laughs> and he just kept on throwing interceptions. But then you know what? Yeah. He came back out there, and he led his team to a victory. He Kudos did. to Trevor Lawrence, man. He played his balls off in the second half. That yeah, was, it was fun the, to watch. First time since 2001 a quarterback has thrown th- four picks in a game. And I think it's the first time a quarterback has ever won a game throwing four picks in the playoffs. So. Mm. Yeah. And Solo, maybe you, can, maybe you can guess who the last guy to do that was. Throw what? Well, 2001, four picks and one Favre. That Favre. Yep. Through five, I thought. Oh, is that only four? Well, against the Rams? Through at least four. He maybe did throw okay. five. <laughs> I think it was five, but Brett Favre. And then DeLome. Didn't DeLome? I thought DeLome did it, but they didn't win, I believe. And DeLome I don't threw th- like I don't, six. And I don't. And six. that might have been before that. Was that before Favre? Am no, I that right? would have been after Favre. Okay. The loan that would have been like oh three or oh four or something, I think. Okay. Um, but they didn't win. You're talking about to throw picks and oh well, no. you know what? My, maybe my stuff is maybe my maybe the stat I got was wrong here because it said that Trevor Lawrence was the first to throw four in a playoff game since Favre. But no, yeah, that that's I don't think that's true. I, I think you're right with the loan. Now that you're now that you're saying yeah, that, yeah, but the loan. Or maybe it's the first to throw. Well, though Favre didn't win that game, I was going to say it's the first to throw four or more and win a playoff game. Uh, hmm. Well, either way, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm it wrong. wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry. We're we're we we do half-ass internet re- and Ando does great internet research, and then I come up with my stories from high school, and I kind of screw it up, and I think I'm right. So take it what it. Oh, you're so, you're right. Five picks for him in 2009. So this. Wherever, oh, nine, I, nine. wherever I pulled that stat from was wrong. Oh, I'll, nice. have to, I was I'll have to go right. to my, my sources. My, yeah, I, need to go to you. I need to go to you for my sources. <laughs> I mean, my my memory five years ago, my memory was in prime with all these stats. It's since, um, and you can correlate that with nuptials or whatever, has <laughs> since know? declined. Uh, but like I used to be, you know, when I bartended and was, watching sports like 24 seven. Yeah. I would pump out stats and remember these things, but I remember that far of game. Oh, that he was awful in that game, mm-hmm. but Delone was worse. Um, okay. 
So, Ando, do you have any stats or anything on this game before we move on to the next one? Uh, nope, that's that's it. Oh, just right, the fact actually. that I, 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 I am, I go, I'll say one thing. I am imagining how much fun Urban Meyer is having watching this team play right now and Trevor Lawrence with how much he's trashed him. So that just made put a smile on my face because I really don't like Urban Meyer. So now we can continue. Okay. And I'm still shocked they put him back on that Ugh. pregame, whatever. I'm yeah. like, how does this guy sitting there with his sunglasses thinking he's the greatest thing? He's a scumbag. Anyway, all right. Bills, Dolphins. <clears throat> so I took my uh, big winnings on the Niners and put them on the Bills because I thought Hamlin, Skylar Thompson, Buffalo, Bills Mafia, they're going to mop up now with 17 nothing, And we were texting, this is going to be a long game. And then even with the drops in the sunlight, Waddle had some key drops. Sorry, Lachlan. Um, maybe it's because I got you that T-shirt and, you know, now he's played <laughs> awful. So I feel – but anyway, the Bills survive <laughs> – 34 to 31. A lot of people lost money on teases and everything. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Josh Allen threw two picks. Hasn't been protecting the ball, but Buffalo continues to win, but so did Skylar Thompson. Uh, Miami, I didn't realize Mostert wasn't going to be in this game. He didn't play, and that, and they only – Jeff Wilson had 10 carries, and then uh, Waddle had one. Tyreek Hill had two, and – uh, Ahmed, five carries for three yards. The rushing game wasn't there for Miami. Uh, but, you know, the turnovers helped. And uh, Axel, uh, this game, uh, what would you think? I, I'm a little scared about the Bills right now. I, I have them winning the AFC. Yeah, but you know what? They've been playing kind of like this all year, man. Um, right. And, and I, I feel like it's all like this coming game. It's, it's again, it's all on Josh Allen's shoulders. He's going to put Kellum on those shoulders and carry him through the uprights. Kellum, He's gonna, Kellum. You know, um, this game was sloppy. Um, there were so many penalties and fuck ups. And then at the end of the game, there was a bunch of weird timing shit. Um, I just thought. The Bills were lucky to get out of this one because it would have sucked if Miami advanced in the playoffs. Oh, God. Go play the Chiefs. Oh. Yeah. And hey, Skyler, you all could have joined me at the yeah, mall this weekend. I know, right? <laughs> but um, Skyler Thompson played well. Um, I mean, he threw the ball 45 fucking times. They I mean, only eighteen. Only eighteen. Really, their defense played well. They sacked uh, Josh Allen yeah. seven times. Um, and they caused turnovers and scored. I think they scored a touchdown, right? Didn't they score a defensive touchdown? Or am I wrong about that? You know what, Axel? I thought they did. Um, you may be right. You may be crazy. <laughs> I, well, that's what this Zach game felt Siler. like. It was, it was crazy. Siler had a five-yard fumble return. Yeah. How do you, is that how you say his name right? Siler. Yep. He that had a couple awesome. of sacks, but yeah, in the third so, quarter. I mean, I think the Bills – they're just they're like all heart on their sleeves and they're just going to have to pull that heart out man cuz they got a tough one coming up yeah think about that ando like if you're the bills we'll just take it as one team you have to go through the bengal's go through the chiefs most likely the cowboys you have to go through the niners and go through the eagles most likely it's 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 both for the the bills and the cowboys have the 
and I guess the, the Bengals and maybe the Niners, I guess you could say, but it's not like any cakewalks, you know, and yep. even the Jags, even though the Jags, they're going to Kansas City, but we, we've watched the Chiefs this year and they've made games a lot closer than they should have. Yep. The, you know, the, the bills, I think I'm a little, I'm a little worried about the bills too. I mean, the other thing with Allen that you didn't mention when you listen off his stats, he also had three fumbles. He only lost one. Oh yeah. But he had three fumbles too. And I, I looked up the bills announced team while, while you were talking there, because uh, the play-by-play is John Murphy, color guy, Eric Wood. And on their radio broadcast their home team broadcast, even they were starting to wonder about Josh Allen and saying how Josh Allen just hasn't been the same this year. He's gotten too sloppy. It's like when he was younger and like when, when the home team announcers are get saying that kind of stuff, it really made me nervous that it wasn't just us seeing that who kind of watched the bills. Right, from the bar. Right. They're worried about it too. So it was, I'm yeah, they won this game, but it, I mean, yeah, and I know it's the whole three times they played and all that, but this game should not have been this close. I don't, it was it was kind of like the reverse of the 49ers where instead of letting them letting letting the dolphins stay close they they uh, they blow them out right away and then they kind of let them back into the game well that wow. that's kind of same kind of crap the chiefs have been doing this year i i i don't know i'm still i'm still wondering how far the bills can go cuz that's you play with fire like that you'd get burned i mean that's and josh allen just hasn't been the same josh allen so i don't know i'm I took. I came away with more questions of this game than I did answers with the, when it comes to the Bills, anyways. Definitely, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it was. I mean, the Bills took care of business, but it was rougher. But again, in the playoffs, honestly, a win's a win, uh, and hopefully, you know, if you win like that every week, you become the Super Bowl champs. But mm-hmm. I get it when you. When you're gonna, but you're facing the Dolphins. You're facing better teams. It, it's just, it just shows you that, like I, I, I forget it was Andor Axel said how I think it was you Axel how Seattle brought it in that first half, but that was the most they could give. Yeah. And then the true team, you know, you don't turn the ball over. And I mean, that was a big turnover by uh, the Seahawks in that first game where they were driving with the game close and then the sack fumble and then it just changed the world speaking of changing the world it's ando time as i I do want to say congrats kellum it was good to uh email kellum back and forth it was good to have him (laughs) on the chain i liked it kellum he's not as confident this week but you know what kellum hang in there buddy (laughs) it's gonna be a good one and uh i think your team will can win, can win this weekend. I just, you know, these games are tough to pick. All right. So I call this the home front game because I went and saw a play in the second half of this game, which, oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying that on a podcast, but um, <laughs> I, it, you know, I, it was a good play. It was a, one of my friends who was a cast member in star city murders uh, was opening weekend and we were supposed to go Saturday. Couldn't. So I didn't want to be one of those flaky people. So I said, you know what? I got to go support my friend Austin. So, and she was fantastic anyway. Um, so well, it's, it's nice that the NFL moved the Cowboys game to Monday. So you could do that for you. Well, yeah, that, that one got to happen. If the Cowboys were playing, I just have to say, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, anyway, but th- thank you <laughs> NFL and Godell and, Folau. <laughs> okay. okay, so the uh, Giants defeat Andos Vikings thirty-one to twenty-four. Uh, 
I'm going to leave a lot of this to Ando. I'm just going to say I was being very supportive of my buddy's team this year, even though they've coasted by with some weird close wins. But this year it went their way. Um, I don't know if I overrated Minnesota, but I didn't realize how bad the defense was. And Ando, you kind of point that out, out to us. And as I rewatched the game and everything, I just, they can't stop anything. Um, it, it just, it's sad because I, I in, in another universe, I think this team could give the Niners, you know, a fight this week, but no, they had to lose to the Giants, Ando. Now the Cowboys have to go play the Niners. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, you're you're welcome. But I will say TJ Hawkinson <laughs> is a beast. He played his ass off. Okay, Ando, floor is yours. Okay, well, I'm going to kind of use it because there's not a ton to say about the breaking down of this game, so I'm going to kind of use it as kind of like we did a, the postmortem for the Jets and the Falcons <laughs> last week. I'm going to kind of use this time for that too because, I mean, this was a – it was a – Really, this game was a standard Vikings game for anybody that watched them all all season, except this time they didn't make the big plays when they needed to. They didn't make any big defensive plays when they needed to. They didn't make a big special teams play. I mean, they and they instead of winning by that one score, they lost by the one score. And I mean, it's all those other one score games that they they had the luck. They had the they had the sack when they needed it or they had the interception when they needed it or they had the crazy field goal from 60 yards as it, when they needed it and all of that stuff didn't happen this week. And the defense has been playing like this for a while. I know I brought it up a few weeks ago when they had a stretch where they gave up 300 plus yards to Daniel Jones and Ty- Taylor Heineke and all these quarterbacks that should not be doing this. I mean, it's if you if you go and look at some of the Giants fans right now, they're, they're talking like Daniel Jones is the second coming of Patrick Mahomes after watching. Oh this. my God. And Don't I'm get like, me started. I'm like, you guys are nuts. If you think you obviously didn't watch the last Vikings game or any other Vikings games this year because the defense is atrocious. I mean, when they, when they switch, I think I mentioned this one other time, but like the, the defensive coordinator at Donatel switched the Vikings to a three, four defense this year. Well, that was moronic. I mean, it was, uh, the, the team was built for a four, three. That's part of why. Like, um, what's his name? Daniel Hunter, a lot of times, was going into cover, dropping back into coverage. Hunter's one of the best pass rushers in the league. You should never, I mean, rarely be dropping him into coverage. And it was happened multiple times a game, trying to cover a tight end or trying to cover a wide receiver. I mean, he tried to, it, it's kind of that old school coaching thing where he tried to mold his, his the scheme wasn't the problem. It was the players. <laughs> and so, uh, I don't mean, to, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I, I did not know that. Yeah. Now a lot of it makes sense because when Parcells came in, he switched the defense, and it took a couple of years mm-hmm. for them to get the right players because mm-hmm. your hybrid Micah Parson, like four three pass rusher in a three four, it, it's different, you know. You, yep. And that's one of the reasons why the Cowboys didn't draft JJ Watt. They well, they went with Tyron Smith because they needed a tackle because yep. Watt didn't fit the three four as well as he would a four three scheme. So I, I I can't believe I went the whole season not knowing that. Thanks for telling us, Ando. But well, I, I, that's I, a big I, deal. Yeah, I that's probably mentioned deal. it once quite a while ago, but it's one of those things that I mean, winning winning makes you kind of turn your head and just not pay right, attention to right. the to the the weak spots because I mean. I think I had mentioned, I think what I had called them a lot of times during the season was bend and not, sometimes break, but not always break. Well, this time they just, 
they just kept breaking and didn't didn't make the plays. I mean, it's true that their defense is is old and aging, and there's a lot of guys that are on the way down on the on on the thing. But it's one of those things where, like you guys saw a lot of this game, it was when when you're not stopping anybody, why don't you switch up your switch up your scheme and switch up your play calling? Because I mean, you're how could it do be any worse? I mean, with the way they were doing, yeah. Daniel Jones was carving them up, and he's done it twice this season. So, it, I mean, they were 31st in yards allowed this season. The only team that was worse was the Lions, and that's because the first half of the season, the Lions were just giving up 400 yards every game. So it was, they while they improved, the Vikings got even worse on it. I mean, I, I'll say one thing that's frustrating me a little bit, the, the Kirk Cousins of it all, which is always a big topic in this state, ever since he signed that first big contract, and I've talked about it endlessly this year, a lot of people are are down on him saying, well, that fourth down play where he threw the check down to Hawkinson was, it shows you who Kirk Cousins is and Kirk Cousins is garbage and get rid of him. I mean, Kirk Cousins had won over a lot of the Vikings fan this year, but with that one play, everyone is like now throwing him under the bus and now I shouldn't say everybody, but a large percentage of the people that I've seen, including a lot of my close friends are doing that. And it's just, I'm like, yeah, but it's one play. It shouldn't have come down to that one play. It should have. Maybe you don't. Yeah. Maybe Irv Smith doesn't drop a, a, a drop a catch, or maybe the defense actually stops somebody on third and ten once or twice. That's all it would have taken, and they would have won this game. I mean, Cousins is going to the the guys today said hinted that he's probably going to be back next year. And I mean, his payroll. We we kind of chatted about quarterback payroll. He was the top payroll or today on a text chain. He was one of the number one or two paid for a while. He's all the way down to tenth highest quarterback, and that's kind of where he performed this year. He's probably yeah. close to the tenth or twelfth quarterback. So I don't. I mean, the team is going to look extremely different next year. The rumors here are. I mean, there's a few free agents. Patrick Peterson, uh, Bradbury, the center, is a free agent. But it, it, I mean, my guess is Eric Kendricks will be gone. Harrison Smith probably. Adam Thielen, Zadarius Smith who at one time in this season I said was leading the league in sacks, like after the fifth or sixth week with nine, he ended with 10, I think. Mm. I mean, like the last eight games or something. Dalvin Cook might be gone. He's one of those running backs they gave a lot of money to, and if they're not going to use him right. or I mean, he had a good year, but not a great year. And, I mean, do you want to keep that much money tied up in the running back position? I don't know. I mean, it was still – TJ Hawkinson was awesome. TJ Hawkinson will be – a eligible for an extension this year him and Jefferson both I hope they extend both obviously Jefferson they have to extend hopefully Hawkinson too the guy's a stud I think he's one of the best tight ends and if they're keeping cousins him and cousins have very good chemistry so I mean I enjoyed the year it I on the preseason pod way back I said the Vikings would finish 11 and 7 and win the north so they exceeded my expectations so I guess it's still disappointing they lost I mean I hope my my other hope on that pod was the offense would be more aggressive than they were under Mike Zimmer they definitely were more aggressive. I mean, they still took shots downfield. They, besides this last couple of weeks where Peter or where where Jefferson didn't have as good a finish to the season, I mean, he played he pretty much cemented himself as the number one or maybe two receiver in the league at worst. So, I'm optimistic for the offense next year, but it's going to be a very different team on defense. They're going to change a lot of stuff around. I mean, I enjoyed this. There was some great memories from this season, like the Buffalo Bills game. The the crazy comeback with the Colts, the 60-yard field goal to win the game. I mean, awesome, awesome memories. Just a disappointing end to the season, which, I mean, I kind of saw it coming a long ways, uh, quite a while ago. I mean, I I think I said I'm just going to enjoy the ride many times over the season. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I was pretty I was pretty pissed. If we would have done a live show right after the game, it would have been like a string of F-bombs from me. And 
I mean, I, I've mellowed out quite a bit over the last couple of days looking at the whole season. I mean, it's the first time since the Minneapolis Miracle the Vikings have been in the playoffs, and that was five years ago. So I'm glad they at least made the playoffs, even though next year will probably be a semi-rebuild. They'll still have weapons on offense, but the defense – I mean, granted, if the defense even is a halfway decent team next year, they could still be back, but they've got a first-place first, first schedule. So I'm, not, I'm just going to enjoy the season for having a good season the way it was and trying to stay optimistic about it, but it, it, it the game sucked. What can I say? I mean, that's that's kind of my scattered thoughts on the game. So I don't know. Do you guys have anything to say about it? Axel? Um, I thought it was a fun game. <laughs> I just go, um, no. I think that you said everything that needed to be said about um, why the Vikings didn't win. And what you started out with, you had last year where the Vikings lost a lot of close games, right? <laughs> Yep, yeah, they were like they were like one and eight or one and nine and one score games last year. There you go. They reversed that and now they won them. But then the question is, are they gonna be a team next year? You like you're talking about the that can keep all these pieces and be winning games early and keeping a lead, or are they going through like a rebuilding? Was this like the kind of last shot to get there? And they have the Giants who are just coming together. And it's like Darius Slayton is uh, <laughs> looking, looking like Hodgins. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Hodgins looking like Jerry Rice out there. Daniel Jones running around, <laughs> Duke boy uh, doing his. They're fun to watch. Um, yeah, it was a close game. I I was hoping that the Vikings would pull it out, but I I kind of have to say it felt to me like this was the Giants game from early on. Um, and yeah, uh, and you know, if I, if I wouldn't have been such a homer last week, I would have picked the giants. Cause I, I had a bad feeling about this game the whole time. Just, yeah. I mean, like I've said many times, well, I've already said it tonight too. I mean, they played with fire all season and you can't, no team can survive that kind of, those kind of games year after or week after week after week, eventually it's going to catch up to you. So, I mean, if it hadn't have been this week, the 49ers or the Eagles or the Cowboys, one of those other teams. I mean, we've already seen what the Vikings can do against the Cowboys and the Eagles, and it's ugly as hell. And I, I'm not sure the 49ers would have been any better. So it sucks, but I'll t- I'll, t- I'll still take the playoff game. Yep. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's funny because even though, like, Giants fans were like, you know, of course, Dayball's the next Lombardi or Bill Parcells Jr., as I think you said, Andrew. <laughs> yep. He's Bill Parcells Jr. now. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't Daybold. We called uh, that was old uh, Mr. Wink. Oh, freaking Wink Martindale! Oh god, dude! In the first four minutes, they mentioned his name like twelve times. I know, and uh, I'm just uh, like, who, who? What has this guy done? He wasn't that good with the Ravens. Like, I guess you're okay, Wink Martindale. I think someone said, who said like like how they? Uh, it might have been on Twitter. Someone mentioned it's like when uh, they had that there was that offensive coordinator Jim Bob Cooter that Aikman and Buck used to just love saying his name or something. Uh-huh. It, it's like well Wink Martindale and they go to more shots of Wink Martindale. I'm like why? It just little things like that irritate me. Um, <laughs> but but Giants fans Daniel Jones all of a sudden goes on a little run and he and now they're like you got to give him the contract 
And I'm like, give him the contract. Cause I still yeah, don't I think he's going to be consistent and be a franchise guy. I don't think, uh, you know, wink Lombardi Daybold. Uh, well, I don't know. I, again, that's just me. Maybe, maybe he has discovered something. I don't know. Well, here, uh, li- Daniel Jones, listen to these last five games. Okay, two of the games were against the Vikings where he had 300 yards and two touchdowns and 334 and a touchdown. The other three games, Indianapolis, 177, Washington, 160, Philly, 169. I mean, he doesn't – he's uh, – yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I hope the Giants do oh. give him the contract. And, yeah, give it to him. Yep. Give it to him. Uh, speaking of contracts – Tyler Huntley played for the Ravens, guys. No Lamar. The Bengals won 24-17. to The game was closer than I thought it would be. Um, but we had the Sam Hubbard, 98. That's what changed the whole game. Huntley uh-huh. goes for that you know, goal line over the top, and not, the ball gets knocked away before it breaks the plane, and Hubbard runs it, I believe, 98 yards for a touchdown, yep. that, and that was the game winner. They went up 24-17 in the fourth quarter. And uh, the Bengals survive. Yep. Um, Similarly so to the Bills. What about your – so Gloria Gaynor sings again. What do you think, Axel? Yeah. Um, like I was saying, similarly to the Bills, not a strong uh, not a strong game by the Bengals with a team that they should have decimated, really. But – good coaching until the end of the game on the Ravens part. I don't know. I guess later listening to some podcasts, I can understand what Harbaugh was doing, not calling timeouts and right. Like trying to keep it out of the hands of Burrow, trying to score a touchdown, trying to win the game. But it seemed a little disorganized and it just overall, let's see what happens this weekend. Maybe both the Bengals and the Bills will get it together and get it up and see for what's each happening. other. Yeah, see what's happening, baby, because the Bengals yeah, didn't look good. very Super Bowlish in this in this game. No, and, and one of the things is if you look at it again, and and Ando, this is one thing that concerns me, and I think uh we'll see a change this week. I want to say at least in the NFC side possibly like Joe Mixon, 11 carries for 39 yards. Burrow had to run it five for nine. P Ryan two for three. Um, no one's running the ball. Everyone's throwing it. And uh, you know, the Baltimore ran it more Hero because, ball. you know, nine with Huntley 13 with Dobbins and 12 with Gus Edwards. Uh, but like, you got to run the ball. I think in some of these games to, to win and you just can't do it all passing. And, and I'm telling you, the teams that can pound the ball and work the clock are going to win in these next two rounds. Yep. Pound it, work it. Pound it, work it. Pound it, work it. That's, work it, pound it. I mean, I think that's part of why the Cowboys and the 49ers might be the two most interesting teams left because yep. out of the teams left, I think they're the best ones that can pound the ball. I mean, and are Philly, you going to – Philly can too. Mm. Yeah, but – well, and I mean, they've got the wild card of the running quarterback, which is a weapon. And I guess if you look at it that way, the Bills kind of can, but I don't. I see like, what you're that's, saying. That's yeah. what scares me about the Chiefs, too. I mean, they don't really have a running game. I mean, they kind of do, but, or the Giants. I mean, 
is Barkley would the Giants just feed Barkley until his legs fall off? I don't. I one of these teams is gonna is gonna win a game. We're not gonna think they are because they're gonna be able to control the clock with the running game. I, I think you're right. And sometimes something's gonna happen here. I just, I mean, the Bengals and the Bills. I don't think so because it's gonna be a pass festival. But I don't know. It's 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 weird that these teams are not running the ball and trying to control the clock. You'd, maybe, hopefully, some teams learn some lessons after that Chargers debacle. Oh, turnovers, man. I mean, that's uh, on both sides, even in the Jags Chargers games. Stupid, like the even with the Jags, the punt going off the guy's helmet. And then, <laughs> you know, the Chargers, you know, got a field goal out of it. If they could have scored a touchdown, maybe it's different, but it's just like this sloppy play. It's mm-hmm. just, it's ridiculous. And that's the one thing I will say about the Niners. They haven't had one of those sloppy games. And I hope they're saving it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, but who the hell knows i mean it, it, it's just it, it's it's this nfl is just a, again another weird season and yeah. you know it, it's just it's unpredictable and though it can be at times it's really not you just don't know and it's almost like you have to not turn the ball over and if you can run the ball you can win the game i mean that's easy formula uh throughout history but it's the truth you know, so. All right, guys, do we want to go to move on to our last game? As my, as I think my internet's down, so I don't have any of my cowboy stats in front of me. Um, can but, I uh, solo? Can I say yeah. something before? Oh yeah, you talk please. about the Cowboys Buccaneers game because I just want to start by saying thank you, Cowboys. Thank you. (laughs) I've never been a huge Cowboys fan, but I've appreciated the Cowboys and never so much as watching Tom Brady be fucking utterly decimated on a live Monday night in front of a national, international audience stumbling, fumbling, getting turned over and sacked and tossed around like he was in a fucking washing machine. Throwing iPads on the sideline, yeah. Yeah, it was wonderful. So I just wanted to start off this by appreciating (laughs) the Cowboys and what they did because that was total domination. Total domination. Domination instant breakfast. Best served lukewarm but no yeah the cowboys won 31 14 late scores by the bucks um as you guys know going in i because of the cowboys inconsistency and the way dak prescott had been playing i i you know as a cowboys fan and only winning three playoff games in 25 years three and ten to be exact um i was looking at the you know, the last 25 years, all the playoffs and all that, and just the you know, records there, I just was just still shocked. But anyway, uh, I, you know, I was, you guys were telling me, no, don't worry, Cowboys are going to win. Um, even though me, Axel, and A. Huss, I know, picked the Bucks. <laughs> so kudos to you, BTK and Ando. Uh, but I didn't know what to expect. And then at the be- beginning, it was two, three and outs by the Cowboys. And I'm like, no, no, this can't. But then I was watching how the Cowboys defense was playing and Van Der Esch being back helped them stop the run, which is great because they hadn't had Van Der Esch for a few weeks. That helped. 
Uh, Micah Parsons seems like he's in another gear again, uh, which is nice. Um, you know, the defense played very well. And again, this Bucks team's not very good. I think it's if Tom Brady wasn't the quarterback, I would have been more confident, but he was 7-0 lifetime against the Cowboys, beat him in both openers back-to-back years. So I was like, is this going to be the year they finally beat Tom Brady? And could this be Tom Brady's last game and he loses to his hated Cowboys, him being a Niners fan growing up? So uh, the Bucks are old and slow, <laughs> and it showed. Uh, but this is the type of game I thought Dak would have against Washington in the last week or, you know, against Tennessee the previous week. So it was good to see in the playoffs and he needed to get that confidence. Uh, Gallup had some early catches where the passes weren't that great, but he has such strong possession with his hands and bringing it in. Um, I like the fact they, they ran the ball. Um, Pollard was decent. Zeke was all short yardage. They did. They, he only had a handful of carries, which I'm glad they did that because Pollard had, you know, Pollard had 15 for 77 and Zeke had 13 for 27. Oh, Zeke had 13 carries. Okay. Well, I thought he had seven. Okay. So he had 13. Yeah, that wasn't very good, but he got a lot of first downs. Uh, you know, a fr- I think 25% of those were like short yardage to get the de- first down, which I'm fine with, but yeah, Zeke didn't run the ball as well. Um, but you know, Dalton Schultz played well, Dak though, his running, you know, that fourth and goal and, and them going for it and then him bootlegging it and running. That it was in, an, like, that I, was awesome. That, that was a play that I'm like, Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think this guy, I think this guy has got that gleam. Now, can he do this two weeks in a row? You got to play the Niners, but I'll be honest, like, Normal. Sometimes this would be a game the Cowboys would lose, and it would be just a disappointment. So getting the wild card win, I'm very happy. I enjoyed the whole game. I was pumped. Uh, they they took care of business on the road. Their first road playoff win since 1992, where they beat the Niners for the NFC Championship. Because then they had a lot of home games after that. Let's be honest. And most of the times the Cowboys, when they have made the playoffs since then, would win the division, host a game, and then go lose in the divisional round on the road. <laughs> so that's usually what's happened. So the stat, yeah, it's 92, but they haven't had to go on the road as much through the years when they did make the playoffs. Because as many years, they didn't make the playoffs. But having said that, um, I- I'm glad we, 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 we were able to get this victory now. Unfortunately, with Ando's Minnesota uh, losing to the Giants, the Cowboys are not going to Philly, and they're going to San Francisco. That does bother me. It worries me. San Fran's a great team, but it's really going to come down to Brock Purdy. If he's on, Cowboys probably aren't going to win. But if the Cowboys defense can get to him, we'll talk about it when we make our picks, that could be the difference. But all in all, uh, I really enjoyed the game, and uh, – I'm the last last team standing of our teams. Uh, I just, again, I got to be numb again because I do think we can go in advance and it'll be amazing to play Philly or the Giants in the NFC Championship. But this is going to be a hard one. Uh, but um, I'm just, you know, I'm starting to like McCarthy a little more. They cleaned up their penalties. But, man, those missed extra points, guys. 
What in God's oh, name was that? Oh, God. That was sad. That was, that was really, sad. really sad. I was like covering my face. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, gosh, that was brutal. Absolutely brutal. You know, it's bad that, I mean, the Vikings are known for having a lot of kicking over their history that has been just terrible. And even I was starting to feel bad for the Cowboys kicking game at that point. It was, it was so, oh man, I felt so bad for Mar. Yeah. And he had a great year. He had a great year. I think I'm pretty sure he, yeah, he led the NFL in scoring, I think. Yeah. And he had more, um, uh, you know, 50 plus yard field goals in Dallas history. I mean, he kicked like a 61 yarder, I think, or 60 yarder during mm-hmm. the year. I mean, no Greg Joseph, of course, but, um, <laughs> you know, and it's just the yips, the Steve Sachs, Mackie Sats, or Chuck Knobloch. Yep. Let me try that again. Mackie Sasser, not Sassa. Uh, just, <laughs> but they're keeping him. He's, they did sign this guy, you know, to their practice squad. Who was on their roster in 2020? I think he kicked for the Rams or the Cardinals this year, one or two games. But just in case, on Thursday and Friday, he can't make he can't make any kicks. They're gonna um, they have him as insurance, but uh, he'll be okay. But it was nice. It was nice to get a playoff win. We the last yeah, time we had a playoff yeah. win, I believe was can't remember what year it was. We beat Seattle in the wild card round. Uh, but then lost to the Rams. It was the oh, it was the year uh, Rams Patriots Super Bowl. So that, is that 2018 or 2019? Around there. So it's been a few years since the Cowboys had a playoff win. So uh, it was nice, and I, you know, I'm I'm just I'm really happy. You know, I've I've got to come to the point before it used to be, well, it's Dallas Cowboys. We're going to win. We're going to go to the Super Bowl, and it's just like now, you know, over the last 25 years or so. I've had to be like, hey, I'm glad we're alive the next week. And it's, it's, you know, it's, I've become one of those fans, uh, even <laughs> though I do expect more, but reality's reality. You can be called the Dallas Cowboys, but if you haven't been the quote unquote Dallas Cowboys for 25 years, you're, you're not, you know, those type of Dallas Cowboys. So, mm. oh, and by the way, I, La Brea is coming back on NBC. Just thought <laughs> La Brea. <laughs> AI. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Got a little something in my throat there. Yeah, I was happy that you were happy, Solo. And uh, it was actually for a game that was pretty much a blowout. It was very satisfying to watch Tom Brady get so fucked up and roughed up. It was wonderful. Hey, Axel, why don't you tell us how you really feel about Tom Brady quick? <laughs> huh. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Did you see him on that one? Like, I think it was a fumble or pick return where he tried to slide tackle and kick like it looked like a little kid oh, on the playground. God. <laughs> I'm like, Tommy, that's not what are you doing? 80 for uh. Brady. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So, yeah, that's that's all I got. It's it, it just uh, again. Most likely I'll be doing my year in review next week, but hopefully not. You never know. But, I, you know, I'm kind of prepared. This is going to be a hard one. This is going to yeah. be a tough game. Yeah. And But I'm excited that I get to, to sit down and watch because as you get later in life, when you're a young kid and your team's doing really well, you expect it. And you get mad when they don't win. I mean, I still get mad. Uh, but you know what I mean? But I'm just I'm, – I'm like – 
trying to savor this because championships are hard to come by. And, you know, Shit, even playoff you're, appearances are hard to come by. Yeah. I mean, it really, yeah, it really is. And, you know, um, I mean, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, Syracuse sports, eh. I'm a Bruins and Celtics fan. So I've gotten one title from each of those teams in the last, uh, God, you know, many years. And then my Blue Bombers, of course. And then my Angels, I've gotten one in 02. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't get a lot of, championships lately so i'll take i'll take the shots you know it's all right solo mine will be mine will be 32 years this year so i've got a little dry spell myself oh, yeah since yeah, the 91 twins oh jesus okay and hey, you know what i yeah your your o2 your o2 Two angels, I think, beat my twins in the ALCS to get there that year. Too, we did Adam Kennedy three home runs. <laughs> I was at I'm one not... of those games at the Metrodome. Yes, not not. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ah, perfect. Anyways, let, we don't need to go into baseball. That's a whole <laughs> no. We will. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be here all night. Oh God, we will. All right, gentlemen, let's let's uh, let's keep it moving. Ando, why don't you bring us up to speed on what our picks were last week? Who won? And then also our overall playoff brackets, how we're doing. All right. Well, if you look in the notes, I made a tiny mistake because I neglected to realize the Bengals did not cover. So versus the spread, Aaron, Axel, and myself all did three, uh, were three and three. And Solo and Brett were at two and four. So not, we, didn't, we didn't exactly uh, light anything up there for no. our picks that way. No, we didn't. Yeah, I lit but, some things up. My betting tickets, I just lit them up. <laughs> just burn those Flames. sons of bitches. Uh, the uh, we we did a little bit better on our just our picks on who would win. Uh, a hustler had five and one. He only missed the Bucks. Solo, you only you missed two. The Bucks and the Vikes losing. Uh, mm-hmm. Axel had the Bucks missed one. I missed the Vikings. I only missed one. And Brett missed the Chargers and the Vikings, so mm-hmm. it's five and one for Axel, Andy, and and uh, Aaron and Heath and Brett are four and two. So it's all pretty close yet on there, and and I mean some of that's going to change this year. I mean I'm guaranteed on the NFC, I'm guaranteed to get one right and one wrong since I have the Cowboys and 49ers meeting in the NFC title game. So I'm going to get at least <laughs> one one of those teams is going to win. So, but yeah, otherwise most everybody else is still alive for everything else on that. So it's still a long ways to go there. It's hard to tell who's going to, who's going to win that little bracket challenge, so to speak. Otherwise that's about, that's, that's the highlights of that. Anybody have anything to add there? No, a lot of our brackets are still alive because we had the nine, like we both had the Niners winning anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they're playing different teams than we both picked um, is not going to be that much of a difference. So our bracket, we could still achieve like by next week, we could be back in by having our brackets could have righted themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The brackets are really, I mean, and brackets things, if you've done enough bracket stuff yet until you get two, three rounds in on any tournament, you don't, it's hard to really, unless somebody loses their champion right away. Like if the bills would have went down or something, then somebody's right. screwed. Exactly. But- until one of the big dogs that somebody has going winning a couple of games loses, it's it's pretty wide open. Yep, cool. Solo. I just want to say, as I'm, you know, have the Jaguars Chargers game in the background, 
So the four interceptions by Trevor Lawrence in the first half, first time that's ever been done in a playoff game in the first half only since 1983, Gary Danielson, Detroit Lions. Wow. So that's another little tidbit in there. Gary Danielson. Danielson. I didn't know Gary Danielson played for the Lions. He's a as he's still coming college games, isn't he? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's Gary Danielson. I might have screwed it up. No, I think it is. I think he was a quarterback for the Lions. I'm almost positive. Uh, Got to wax but, on, you know, wax off, <laughs> Danielson. Call Axel. That was brilliant. All right, let's move <laughs> oh, it on. All right. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, I'm just okay. I am thinking here we just go in reverse order of last week. So last week we had had Brett went last, so Brett will go first. I was second to last, so I will go second. Uh, Axel was third, so Axel will go third again. Then Solo. And then you have Osler's picks? I sure do. Perfect. So you're going to do. And Brett. he will go last. I'm going to do Hustler, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Correct. Cool. Now, let me pull up the the uh, confidential documents that I just received from from Brett five minutes before we went to air. AI. Oh, Every time someone mentions AI on a radio broadcast, whatever, I just think <laughs> of Axel now saying AI. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Our first game, and it's the first playoff meeting in history between these two teams. 4.30 Eastern Saturday on NBC. Jacksonville going to Kansas City. Kansas City is favored by eight and a half. Mm. Brett says, the Jaguars play like a distracted team after Trevor Lawrence's thank you letter to Urban Meyer is leaked in the media. (laughs) The letter reads... Thank you for thank you for getting your ass fired. Kansas City pulls away in the second half. Final score. KC 31-21. He takes Kansas City. Whoa. AI has spoken. I am also gonna take the Chiefs. I like and I'm gonna take the Chiefs to cover. I like the Jags, but I think they after the last two weeks of high emotion, I think they're I think they're gonna be out of gas and I think we are finally going to see the Chiefs that everybody thinks is going to happen. They're going to put the pedal to the floor, and they're going to win by two touchdowns or more. I take the Chiefs. All right. Um, What a fun game. I am very excited for this. All of these games I am very excited for. This is like four of the best games of a weekend being the whole weekend. Um, I think this game is going to be closer. I'm taking – the Jags. HC. Oh, I'm up right after that. <laughs> yes. You know, I, you know, the emotional, this reminds me of the Minneapolis miracle kind of stuff. When you have a game like this, so emotional, I, I, I can't see this young Jags team going into Kansas city and winning. Um, but the question is, will Casey cover the spread? They haven't done it all year. And Andy Reid, after a bye, you're thinking the Chiefs should just smoke them. And I believe they will. I'm taking the Chiefs. 
<laughs> and Aaron agrees with me. He takes the Jaguars. I, you know, I really did want to take the Jags, but well, that's, I, I want just, to. I want to take them too. I just, I don't. I think the Chiefs are going. If the Chiefs don't turn it on this week, I'm going to have some serious questions about that team coming next week. But that's yeah. that's for next week's pod. Okay, next up, I am I am going to be talking about the Giants and the Eagles all time playoffs. They're two and two, a split. Only met four times in the playoffs. Eagles are favored by seven and a half, and I think the Eagles that week off is going to. Uh, I think it's going to do them good. <laughs> I think Hertz is going to be back. I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to cover too. I'm taking God. I'm putting a lot of points out there, but I'm going to take the Giant, the Eagles again to cover. <clears throat> well, since uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't make the playoffs, Tom Brady got knocked out of the playoffs. There still has to be an asshole. Okay. <laughs> there okay. to be an asshole in the playoffs. Dennis Leary. And, uh, yeah, he is an asshole. Uh, the asshole is going to be the New York Giants because I think they're going to win this game. Whoa. Wow. I'm taking wow. the Giants. Axel going against the greatest team of all time, the Eagles. Listen. Mm. Every once in a while, for no reason, with a bad team, the Giants win the Super Bowl. And it's been a while since that's (laughs) happened. That's that's true. (laughs) That is true. Axel's asshole theory. (laughs) NHC. Okay. So, divisional game. Even though I think the Eagles should win this by double digits... I don't think that'll happen. I do. Th- I, I, I'm still not sold on the giants, but I'm sold on them getting points in this game. Now history has told us, and I have nothing to back this up. This is just my stupid ass memory, but I remember a lot of wild card games where you have like teams like the giants winning, you go to the divisional round and you realize, you know, when we had two buys, the two best teams are on by and the, and it's there, you get some blowouts, but this is a different NFL. This is more, more teams are, a, you know, a score or so away. Uh, you know, I, I envision the Eagles just knocking the cover off the ball and them executing and just destroying the giants. Uh, the, the AJ Brown matchup worries me. But I'm just I'm gonna take the Giants and the points, just because my picks net hardly ever cover. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just thinking it, it could be a closer game or a backdoor cover. I still think the Eagles gonna win, but I'll be rooting for the Giants because if the Cowboys can somehow win, then we get a home playoff game for the NFC Championship. So I'm rooting for the Giants by and rooting for them to cover. But I think the Eagles will win. Aaron takes the Eagles. Brett says, Rip Van Wink's defense puts Philly to sleep. Jalen Hurts is booed off the field after a 19 for 37 for 237, one TD and two picks. Giants win 24-17. 
Oh my god. Now is this IA or AI for Brett? We don't really know, right? B-T-K. That's true. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Axel. Oh. The Bengals have never lost to the Bills in the playoffs. They're two and zero all time against the Bills, but they're going into Buffalo, where Buffalo is favored by five on the early Sunday afternoon game. Mm. Who do you got? Well, they finally get the rematch, right? Um, this is the game. Oh yeah, the Hamlin game. Yep, yep. And I think that's going to make. I I don't know. That was a big, even though he's up and around and feel that was a scary thing for everyone. Um, I think this game might have a slow start. A lot of people are talking about this being a high scoring, crazy uh, air yards game. But I just, I don't know. I don't know what I feel about this because both of them didn't play fantastic in the last game, right? They both let teams uh, almost beat them that shouldn't have. Right. Um, especially the bank, like the Bengals were going to lose that game if it wasn't for that crazy ass fucking fumble return. But you know what? They're at Buffalo. Josh Allen's a monster. Kellum, I'm taking the Bills. What's the spread again, Ando? Uh, bills by five. Hmm. God, this is hard. I, yeah. I I almost think it might be lower scoring than mm. people think. Um, this is the thing. I picked the Bills because I am very high on the whole, like what happened to them, team of destiny kind of feel. Um, and I'm, you know, rooting for that. But you know, it, the Bengals just think about this. I mean, Joe Burrow in his short career, what is four and one in the playoffs? So good. Um, so good. Hey, what, what was that? That's a Jimmy Buffett song. Um, <laughs> Margarita. So good. So good. Uh, anyway, sorry. I had a flashback to 1996 at uh, some <laughs> concert in New Jersey. Uh, anyway, um, I, 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 you know, I like both these teams. Like, you know how you hate teams in the NFC East teeth um, or, you know, something like that. It's like, again, as football fans, I'm so excited for this game. Um, I don't think the Bills are as dominating, and I don't think I think this will be a close game. So I'm going to take the Bengals plus the points. Mm. But Callum, don't worry, you, you're going to win a field goal. It's going to be a field goal at the end yeah. of the game, and going to win by two. Could be. I like it so. But I'm rooting for Callum because my boy Callum has been with us since the lost days. I got I, I got to go with my boy Callum. So. Uh, no, I am taking the points, but that's Kellum doesn't mind. He just wants a win, baby. Um, a hustle, muscle and bustle, man hustle, muscle takes the Bengals. Oh, a dash. Let's see what Brett says. Both teams played poorly last week, but both fly high this week. It's a high scoring affair. And after a late touchdown to put the game away, Buffalo fans chant, see you in Atlanta. Bills win, <laughs> 42 to 31. Man, BTK is good. Dude, he's good when he's writing for himself. I mean, I don't know if he does the writing. I think Bubba writes for him. He might. But, but, um, I think it's Matt. 
Yeah, or it could be. But you know what? This is weird how we could have that Atlanta champion. This is just bizarre. This whole nope. season's bizarre. Everything's bizarre. Remember that late 90s song, How Bizarre? How bizarre. Yes, I <laughs> do. We'll know, too, because the Chiefs-Jags game will be over by then. Yep. Yeah, we're all going to know. Yep. <laughs> the, oh, uh, oh, I'm saying, I, I'm saying, okay, so if the Chiefs win, the Bengals go to Kansas City if they win, but the Bills right. would go to Atlanta. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I see. Uh, oh, interesting, Axel. You're an well, interesting I, Axel. <laughs> I, you, Solo. I, I wonder how high scoring it's going to be. I just looked, and it's there's seventy percent chance of a snow game on Sunday in Buffalo. So, but you know how they lied to us that yep. Seattle Forty Nine ers game supposed to be a monsoon, and everyone took the under. But I wouldn't let the base go game. boom. Oh, well, explosion! Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love. Please, guys, please give us a snow game. Please, that's all I want for That'd Christmas awesome. is my snow game That'd in be- Buffalo. That'd be wicked cool, as they say. That would be yeah, awesome. And Boston, have a wicked good time. Newberry Comics. Anyway. Well, the uh, God, the, I, this is the game I'm looking Just like when they were supposed to play the last time, this is the one of my most look forward to games of the year. I do remember the little bit of that game they did play, though. Joe Burrow and the Bengals marched right down the field and did not. They sliced right through that Bills defense. I'm taking the Bengals. Oh, okay, Ando. Ooh. Slicing? Dicing? Not Kevin Dyson. All right, Solo, you're up first, and you know what's coming. This will, this will be the ninth meeting in playoff history between the Cowboys and the 49ers. The Cowboys I'm gonna lead say, all time. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say the Cowboys lead all time six to three. No? Five to three. This is the ninth five game coming. Oh, yeah. oh, so they're going to win. Yes. Yep. So, so that means Solo's going to win. The Niners are favored by three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, my gosh. I am going to be more nervous for this game than the uh... – see, the difference between the Cowboys run in the 90s, like I expected them to win and was very confident they would win. You should have been. Uh, you yeah, know, no I should have been. But you know what I mean? Been. You know how you just, you just know it's like those – that Yankees run three World Series in a row. Like you just know your team's gonna win. No, I and, don't and, know. And, and, solo, I do not. Oh, sorry. Okay, we well, all, we all know about the Cowboys dynasty of yes, the nineties. Solo. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's all I got, guys. Uh, <laughs> with the, to hold on to. Um, and and believe me, uh, it's it's you know as I pop in games from that era, it, it starts the uh, quality gets worse and worse. Uh, Anyway, uh, you guys are you guys are pretty funny. I do have to say, um, I should pick the Niners because I picked the Bucks last week. You know that whole thing, but uh, me picking whatever I pick, it's not going to matter. Um, I'm scared of McCaffrey, uh, but I do think the Cowboys. I do think the Cowboys will show up. It's just a matter if Dak turns the ball over. If Dak doesn't. This is going to be a this could be a close, very close game. You know, I could see the Cowboys winning going into the fourth quarter, and then it's a back and forth battle, and then it comes down to a field goal. And if Brett Maher is setting up for a field goal to win the game, I'm going to be like puking my guts out in my living room because I'm not going to be able to take it. I may just pause it and go for a walk and come back. I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, this is 
I hope it's a good game or I hope the Cowboys blow out the Niners, but you know what? I, 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 I'm, I'm afraid the Niners could blow them out, but that whole thing with the Niners and those teams, they beat on that winning streak that no wonder they had a great defense, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they are, their defensive backs are their weakness and Dallas's O line has played very well. I don't know if they're gonna be able to run the ball, and I, I just hope they don't go forty times passing it. Stick to the run. Give me Zeke for three or four yards. Give me Pollard. You know, you know, I, I'm gonna take the Cowboys plus the points, but I have the Niners winning the game. I don't think the Cowboys will win the game, but there's something in me that says. Pump your brakes solo. I think you got a good game coming to you. And if the Cowboys beat the Niners, <laughs> they are going to the Super Bowl. I'll tell you that right now. They will not lose to Philly or the Giants the following week. They will go to the Super Bowl with a Giants victory. I mean, with a oh, see, I predicted the Cowboys to be six and three. I predicted <laughs> the Giants slip of the tongue. Cowboys Giants NFC Championship, folks. <laughs> Aaron takes the Cowboys. Oh, no. Actually, you know what? Ahus is my BTK for you, Axel. Like, <laughs> I, I respect A-Hustler. A-Hustler knows his fantasy. He knows his football. He can pick. He, he does. Yeah. I, I, as much as I, 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 I give him cra- uh, crap for golf for Kelsey, which I would have done the trade if it was offered to me. But, <laughs> but like, no, I do respect uh, A-Hustler's knowledge of football so ooh, that's that's interesting but he did take the bucks last week so <laughs> he did take brett. the giants brett says the bad news brett marr breaks his own record by missing five extra points <laughs> oh, no. well that's good that's good the good news is five extra points means five touchdowns brock purdy has the ball with no timeouts and a chance to drive his team down to win the game but Deron Bland jumps in front of a pass for what is seemingly Bland. the game-winning pick. But instead, of going, but instead of going to the ground, he wants to go to the ground. He wants to pick six. And running down the sideline, he is chased down by Debo Samuel, who knocks the ball out. Luckily, the ball goes out of bounds. Dallas wins 30-24. to 24. <laughs> That was intense. A-I. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just, like, I need a, I need a break. AI no, is something I, else, man. Dude, AI. Bubba's writing some good stuff for AI. Yeah. All right. So I get to have the last pick. Well, after I pick. Oh, that's true. Sorry, Andy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Solo, I've been trying to tell you how good the Cowboys are every week that you get down on them. The Cowboys are still one of the best teams I've seen play all year. Yes, they've had some shit games near the end, but every team in the league has had some shit games. The eye test tells me the Cowboys are still one of the best teams. That the the way the 49ers won that game against last week, they're a good team, but I still think the Cowboys are better, and I think they're gonna, I think they are gonna put the hurt to Brock Hurdy and sh- and sh- really expose Brock Hurdy. Brock Hurdy, I like Brock Hurdy is his gonna be his name after this week because he's gonna be hurting. Nice. I I think the Cowboys are gonna win. I, oh Cowboys. My oh my god! Everyone's got the Cowboys except Axel. Wow. All right. Well. What a weekend of football this is going to be. It's weird that they're at two different times, isn't it? 
I think that's weird that it's the, it's like, it's, uh, it, the game is earlier. The late game is earlier on Sunday than on Saturday. It's at, yeah, they always do that, yeah, but it's, it's later weird. though. It's like noon and three thirty or something. Like it's not your 10 a.m. start on Sunday, correct? For us, it, For I think us, you have the Eastern it's, it's times no- on the dock, yeah, right, the, Andy? The, yeah, these are Eastern times, yeah. So Saturday, the game started at 4.30 Eastern. Sunday, they start at 3 o'clock Eastern. And the late games are 8, 8.15 Eastern on Saturday and 6.30 on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I should have just said that to start off what I was saying. But as Andy <laughs> said, it's weird. All right. Um, wow. What a game, man, and what a game to end the weekend. I mean, I have not had much faith in the Cowboys, as Solo has not had much faith. They've been up and down. They've looked really terrible at times, but wow, they looked great. Uh, And as was said multiple times during the game, that maybe was Dak's best game. Um. But goddamn, the 49ers are ferocious on defense. And that offense, they got Debo, they got McCaffrey, they got George uh, Kittle, Kittle, and uh, what's his name? That other wide, I Ayuk, Ayuk, oh, Brandon Ayuk, yeah, coming on, Purdy. I'm sorry, Solo. I I want to be wrong because I want you to be happy, but I think the Niners are going to win this game. Yeah, and I'm changing my pick. No. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, good. <laughs> no, the only thing that does bother me that pisses me off a little bit is the Niners have had like what seven, eight days of rest, and the Cowboys have like a short week. Yeah. And I think I'm wondering if the NFL, with doing that, thought there's no way the Giants beat the Vikings and the Cowboys will play the Eagles on the late game Sunday, and that'll give them that extra. You know, but I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. But they, the Niners have a big advantage being home and having an extra day or two of rest. So, and I think this might be the, this might be the first time since we've been doing this, that none of the games, everybody has the same picks. I'm glad actually you went tonight. Cause if we all picked the Cowboys. They were definitely going to lose. It's gonna now they most weekend. likely will lose. Just not definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the spirits foretold. Um, yeah, this is going to be a great weekend of football. Last weekend was a lot of fun. It was better than last year's which had a lot of blowouts, even though it was kind of lopsided. And like I said, that Dallas game, I really did have a lot of fun watch. Uh, it's perverted the way I love watching Tom Brady get beat up, man. It really is just not right. I mean, Mike yeah. Evans, Godwin. I mean, they just, none of their, oh, I mean, I know Fournette, God, Fournette was terrible. White had a couple of nice runs, but like, I mean, they got Julio Jones, who is not good no, anymore. But from the grave. That was a nice but catch. Like, yeah, it was. Um, it's just like the, the Tampa looked looked slow, and, and that's what they are. Slow motion, you know. And that's yeah, and that and that's why. But it's just this year is weird, man. It's one game, and anything can happen. The odds are, you know, that the Niners will like come to play and, and you know and, and you know beat the Cowboys, but you just you never know. You never know, and that's why they play the games, as Chris Berman said. Any given Sunday, baby. Well, next time we meet, we will know who's going to be in the AFC and NFC championships. Shout out to everyone listening. Leave us a review on the iTunes or the Stitcher or the Spotify or the 
the whateverify. Ando, you have anything else you want to say? I I don't think so. I'm just looking forward to a real, real nice, uh, real nice weekend of football. I may have to rely on some updates from you guys on Saturday night because during the Giants Eagles game, I have my my business's uh, party end of the year party is that night, so I may not be super coherent. Hopefully, hopefully not. <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to that. But the Sunday games, man, that Sunday game, the both games are going to be awesome. So I cannot wait. I'll wait till your love comes down. All right, solo. Take us <laughs> out, baby. Well, gentlemen, great pod. As you guys know, the love seat has been put on hold as college football season. Now, we do have some college football all-star games, but uh, we're going to take a break when, you know after the Super Bowl and then come in with some pods in the offseason, do some draft talk and some stuff like that. But the love seat needs to be steam cleaned after this long season. So I think it actually uh, got hauled to the Salvation Army. We're going to be buying a new love seat. <laughs> okay, is that what it, okay, okay, good. But uh, thank you, Axel. Thank you, Ando. Thank you, BTK. Thank you, Ahus, for your picks and picking the Cowboys. And uh, I just want to say, you know, guys, welcome to East New York and watch The Last of Us, baby. <laughs>